before he was hospitalized. Did he need oxygen? And did the president travel on Air Force One to a fundraiser and back while he had symptoms? Also breaking, Chris Christie hospitalized for COVID tonight. As Republican senators, Kellyanne Conway and the president's campaign manager also test positive. The new photo from inside the White House event attended by many now sick. And the moment at the debate when the Trump family waved off a doctor reminding them to wear masks. New rules. The vice presidential debate just days away. The new protocols to keep the candidates safe as Mike Pence announces more in-person campaign events. The president's experimental COVID treatment. We talked to patients who tried it. And the star quarterback who reportedly tested positive. Another game postponed. Is there an outbreak in the NFL? This is NBC Nightly News with Jose diaz Ballard. Good evening. We begin with breaking news. Late tonight, President Trump posted a lengthy address to the nation via Twitter from Walter Reed Hospital talking about COVID and his condition. The president says he is feeling better and thinks he will be back soon. And now a day after leaving the White House for the hospital, the questions are only growing. A briefing from his medical team added to the confusion, raising new questions about when the president knew he was sick. And a White House official painted a less rosy picture than his medical team, saying the next 48 hours are critical. <laughs> We're going to work through all of this for you tonight with our reporting from across the country and our medical expert. We begin with Kelly O'Donnell, who is at Walter Reed Medical Center. Ten white coats stepping forward for the first time with an assessment of the hospitalized president's condition. Team and I are extremely happy with the progress the president has made. But that optimism from White House physician Sean Conley was quickly followed by confusing information about when the president became ill. Just 72 hours into the diagnosis now. That would mean a Wednesday diagnosis, not Thursday suggesting President Trump knowingly traveled to a Minnesota rally and a fundraiser at his Bedminster Club in New Jersey with COVID. But later, the White House issued this memo to correct the timeline. Dr. Connolly writing, I incorrectly used the term 72 hours instead of day three. Thursday afternoon, uh, following, uh, following the news of a close contact is when we, we repeated testing. Um, and given kind of clinical indications, I had a little bit more concern. Another issue, use of supplemental oxygen. Dr. Connolly spoke in present tense. He's not on oxygen right now, that's right. And evaded when reporters repeatedly pressed for clarity. Thursday, no oxygen, none at this moment. Yeah, and yesterday with the team, uh, while, while we were all here, he was not on oxygen. But the Associated Press and New York Times report that President Trump was given oxygen Friday before he was hospitalized. And more worrisome, a source familiar with President Trump's condition told reporters today, the next 48 hours will be critical in terms of his care. We are still not on a clear path to a full recovery. The president's treatment includes a drug he has often touted. What has made a big difference is remdesivir. Approved for hospitalized COVID patients, doctors said the president will receive a five-day course of remdesivir. The president tweeted his thanks to Walter Reed's medical team, adding, I'm starting to feel good. Uh, you don't know over the next period of a few days, I guess that's the real test. 
Kelly, what else did the president say in that new video? Well, he certainly thanked the medical personnel and he thanked the public for good wishes, but it was important for the president to be seen and heard on video to say he wants to get back to his campaign. This is clearly a president, a candidate, 30 days away from an election that does not want to be seen as a victim of coronavirus, but projecting his image and making, in some ways, some of the political messages we are typically seeing from the president. This was also a way for him to be his own communications director. Jose? Kelly O'Donnell outside Walter Reed, thank you very much. I want to bring in NBC senior medical correspondent, Dr. John Torres. Dr. Torres, so much to unpack. The president was on oxygen, he's on remdesivir, and a White House source says the next 48 hours are critical. What do we make of all this, given all we know about coronavirus? Jose, what we can make of this is that coronavirus, COVID-19, can follow several different trajectories. In this case, President Trump went from no symptoms to mild symptoms to what sounds like moderate symptoms, even requiring oxygen, in a very short time period. His doctors say he's doing well today, but in the president's case, it's possible the treatments he's been given have started to work. But we also know that coronavirus can be tricky, with people getting better only to get worse again. And like President Trump's doctor said, looking at that seven to ten day time period is critical to finding out how he's going to do in the long run. The president's medical team said they were concerned about the, quote, clinical indications he was displaying on Thursday afternoon. What could clinical conditions mean? Does that mean he was symptomatic when he traveled that night and was around so many other people? Clinical indications are signs, symptoms, or even conditions that lead to a recommendation for a specific test or a treatment. For someone exposed to coronavirus, that could certainly be symptoms. And once he started showing symptoms of COVID-19, regardless of whether he'd had a test or not, he should be in isolation and not traveling or around others. Jose? Dr. John Torres, thank you. And now to breaking news about former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. He is in the hospital tonight after testing positive for COVID and after spending the week at several events with the president, even helping him prepare for the debate. Christie is now one of several prominent Republicans we're learning about who have the virus. Jeff Bennett has late details. Tonight, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie hospitalized after announcing today he tested positive for coronavirus. In a statement, Christie says he checked himself into a New Jersey hospital as a precautionary measure. While the source of transmission is unclear, Christie attended a Rose Garden event a week ago that's coming under new scrutiny. Last Saturday, more than 100 people gathered to celebrate President Trump's latest Supreme Court nominee, Amy Coney Barrett. Guests mingled, hugged, and kissed on the cheek, most without wearing masks. New photos of an indoor reception following the outdoor ceremony show the president in close contact with guests, no one wearing a mask. The optics of the event last Saturday uh, at the White House uh, were terrible. We just had people next to each other, sh handshaking. Um, every possible opportunity to spread the coronavirus was visible in that one short scene now, seven days later, at least eight people who attended the ceremony have tested positive for coronavirus, including Kellyanne Conway, President Trump's now former senior advisor. Utah Republican Senator Mike Lee, seen at the event hugging and kissing other guests and not wearing a mask. Republican Senator Tom Tillis of North Carolina and Notre Dame President John Jenkins. He said in a statement that he regrets his error in judgment in deciding not to wear a mask. A White House journalist who covered the Rose Garden ceremony also testing positive. 
In the days that followed, the president kept a packed schedule. On Monday, he held another Rose Garden event with Vice President Mike Pence and members of Congress. An administration official says the Pence's this morning tested negative. On Tuesday, the president traveled to the Cleveland debate, surrounded by family and advisors, including top aide Hope Hicks, who later tested positive. The president's adult children and their spouses so far testing negative. During the debate, they refused to wear masks as required, even when reminded by a Cleveland Clinic doctor. Two people leading the president's re-election effort also now testing positive. Trump campaign manager Bill Stepien and RNC chairwoman Ronna McDaniel. And Jeff joins us now. Jeff, what is the White House doing now to trace all those who may have been exposed? Well, the White House says it's conducting contact tracing, advising those who have been exposed whether they need to get tested or self-quarantine. And as you know, the CDC advises a 14-day quarantine following a potential exposure. Jose? Jeff Bennett, thank you. With so many of the president's inner circle testing positive for COVID, the administration is now scrambling to reshape its campaign strategy against Joe Biden. And with just 31 days until the election, Vice President Pence is heading out on the trail as both teams get ready for Wednesday's debate. Garrett Haight reports. Tonight, Joe Biden taking his campaign message online, joining union workers in a digital town hall. It's about patriotism. You wear a mask to protect the person next to you. You wear a mask to protect the bus driver. You wear a mask to protect the person you're sitting next to on the bus. Both Biden and his running mate Kamala Harris appearing at in-person events in battleground states Friday. What's up, Nevada? After each testing negative for COVID-19. Harris also joining former President Obama in an online fundraiser where he offered this comment on President Trump's illness. Although we're in the midst of a big political fight and we take that very seriously, uh, we also want to uh, extend our best wishes to the President of the United States, the First Lady. This week, the focus of the campaign shifts to the battle for the Vice Presidency, with Harris set to debate Vice President Mike Pence in Salt Lake City on Wednesday. Let's put our shoulders to the wheel. Let's do the work that is necessary. Harris arriving there today. The candidates will now be seated 12 feet apart instead of seven, an additional coronavirus precaution. Pence plans a rally the day after in Arizona. Thank you very, very much. Meantime, the Biden team plans to continue campaigning. Jill Biden on the trail in Minnesota today, and Bernie Sanders stumbling for Biden in New Hampshire. Which candidate has the temperament to see us through this difficult crisis? The campaigns only change in tactics, pulling negative TV ads off the air. And Garrett, what is the Trump campaign's plan now that the president has to be off the trail? Yeah, the Trump campaign is rolling out something they're calling Operation MAGA to try to make use of campaign surrogates, particularly the first family and the vice president, to campaign aggressively in those battleground states while the president can't. Jose? Garrett Hagan, Washington, D.C., thank you. When we come back, the experimental treatment the president received. What is it and how does it work? And the outbreak in the NFL, the most prominent player yet reportedly testing positive. Being a patient with diabetes myself, I can say without question that the Dexcom system...